every clown in America, guys like me coming in there. So we decide our shtick is going to be my son and I. We're going to we're going to pledge our allegiance to Lord Vader. So we yeah. we t- we take the knee, and he says, "Your allegiance has been noted, and it will serve you well." Now rise. <laughs> I got I got what I wanted out of it. He t- Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 612 on this Friday morning. And one of the problems with our increasing reliance on streaming services, as opposed to back in the day when we all just watched TV, is we're all at different places. It's one of the reasons I love the Super Bowl every year, is because... At least in that one moment, you have a lot of folks across the country all engaged in that one sort of group moment. Right. right. Like when streaming kind of hit the road running, the water cooler talk of, well, yes. did you see what happened on Seinfeld? Or I like that Man, with, when NBC was clicking on all cylinders, you had Friends and Seinfeld and ER all on the same night. Right. The next day at work or at school or whatever it was, you're all talking about that. But now that we're streaming, we're all doing stuff at different times. I've mentioned before that I'm, what, five years late to Game of Thrones? <laughs> and... One of the victims of this is Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program. Yeah. Sorry, dude. No, I love it. Because you know what the thing is? Like, I'm also super behind. I just watched it like a year ago. So I'm just beating you to it, but also behind as well. So it's kind of fun to like relive it with somebody because I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. It's like, oh, did you see what Daenerys did? Like, yeah, six years ago, pal. Yeah, like, right. I, I already know what what is happening. It's hard because so. all like I'm ripping through it, right? This is what I watch at the gym. And I'm, you know, so I've got questions. I've got stuff. It's all new to me. And I come in, but I got nobody to talk to about it because for a lot of folks, it was years ago. They don't even remember some of the stuff. I'm like, so wait, is this guy with her? And what's the deal with that? And the dragons are here and all this. And everyone's looking at me like, yeah, dude, welcome. Uh, and I can't help you. So, so I was going to say, Dovey and I have been on a quest for basically about a year at this point. We watch a show pretty much every other night, I'd say. It's called One Piece. There's like 1,100 episodes of this show. It's an animated show from Japan. So we've just been on a quest for a year. That's just all we've been focusing on. But yeah, like avoiding all of the online threads like, oh, did you see what happens now? And then Twitter, a new episode comes out. Oh, did you see that? Oh, my gosh. I don't want to know. It's just it, it, the hard part is, right, we don't have that shared experience, so I can't come in right away. So now I've I've just leaned heavy into Pancake, who's now sort of agreed to co-watch, in his case, Aww. again. I just don't want to give up anything. Like, that's <laughs> well, my, don't I don't want to ask at, you too. questions. Like, where are you at? I know where you're at, but like, I don't know specific details. Is it still on HBO Max? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I that's finally why got I haven't Max seen like six months all. ago, Deb, which is my issue. Okay. So I'm I- like, ooh. And I'm, I'm ripping through it like a hot knife through butter, but I got nobody <laughs> to talk to about it because everyone else has already seen I'd it. I watch it. I just don't have Max. So. All right. Well, get on board and I can All help right. you. <laughs> 615 Wisconsin's Morning News. Brandon's up next with sports. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The struggles continued on for the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday night in their final game before the All-Star break. The Bucks had a last-second chance to send the game into overtime, but ultimately fall to Memphis. This one by final score of 113 to 110. He's into the front court, almost lost it at midcourt. Now he will. He ran into his own man. Lopez, though, runs back there to pick it up, gets it ahead to Lillard, fires up the half-court heave at the horn. It's off the mark, and that's how this game ends. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. As Milwaukee loses for the fifth time in their last seven games after the game head coach Doc Rivers with some strong words for where the mental state 
of some of his players were in the team's latest loss. First play, we, we gamble for the 50th time in the corner. Guy drives. Uh, we have to help leads to a three. We come back in this, uh, on our set. Uh, two guys forget what we're running. Then we miss the shot, and then nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were. Um, you know, um, we, we had some guys here, and we had some guys in Cabo. Oof. Some guys in Cabo. So. Here, that's nice this time of year. <laughs> all right, coach. Like, cool. Start laying into these guys. Figure it out. You right. got a week off now. Bucks on a bit of a break. Next game won't be until next Friday following the All-Star break. And speaking of the All-Star break, which actually begins tonight, the Bucks will send two starters to the big game being played in Indianapolis on Sunday. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver joined the Pat McAfee Show this week ahead of the NBA All-Star weekend. Silver talked about possible team expansion in Vegas as well as what fans can expect for this weekend. I know sometimes there's criticism that there's not enough defense played in All-Star games, that yeah, it's, it's not a game. Again, I think it's going to be more of a game this year in Indianapolis. I think the guys recognized that last year we needed to do more. I mean, people want to see a little bit of defense. They, but yeah. but, they, but they, they, don't, they, know, they know it's not a playoff game. Nobody wants to get hurt. But I think we can have a little bit of both. But also make sure everybody remembers this game's about joy and fun. Some of the things you were just talking about, about teamwork, guys coming together, that, that's all part of what this is. The Celebrity Game will get things going tonight for the All-Star Weekend. That tip-off is set for 7 p.m. And lastly, we'll head over to women's college hoops, where a new NCAA women's basketball scoring leader took center stage last night. Clark, logo three, got it! 22 is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. The call from Rob Brooks from Learfield as Caitlin Clark would finish the game with a career-high 49 points. And with 3,569 points and counting, she joined ESPN's Holly Rowe after the win on Thursday night, sharing her thoughts on making history. That was the only way to do it, so I had to. I told some of my teammates and my coaches, like, if I got a chance in transition, I'm going to launch one. And honestly, I didn't know if it was going to go in because it was, it was a deep one. But then it goes in and Coach Woodard calls timeout. And I'm just thankful to be surrounded by these people, this place. I'm just so grateful, honestly. And Vince, she might not be done yet. She is just 99 points away from breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's men's NCAA scoring record. So few games. She averages 32 points a game. So... She could get there very soon. And she's, she's got so like good. Dame Lillard range. Like she throws yeah. up those three balls from you know. It's just remarkable. Of court. It's remarkable. It's so good for for not only for her obviously, but but for the sport. It's it's incredible to watch her play. Six twenty. We'll get your WTMJ five day forecast coming up next. Hope you had the opportunity to hear our interview with Kristen Lapis. She is the producer and director of a new film about. Our guy, our global superstar here in Milwaukee. I want to be the NBA player. The Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis Antetokounmpo from Athens, Greece. 18 years old, coming from a different country. Everything was new to him. My brother, the first time they're going to see me in the NBA game. I'm just very happy. It's a feature-length documentary, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. It premieres on Prime Video and then screening in select theaters on Monday. If his family had never got their visas and were able to move over here, I'm not sure that he would have had an NBA career. And I'm being totally honest. It's one of the takeaways I got from the film, and my thanks to, to Kristen and Prime Video for giving me the opportunity for an advanced screening. You're going to learn a lot about Giannis, about his family, 
how his brothers, his mother, his late father, how much they mean to him to the point that, you know, we always knew family was important to Giannis, but the dream of being an NBA star of winning championships, it's a means to an end for him. The end is taking care of his family, and you see that in the film. She takes you back to Giannis in his impoverished childhood. We uh, filmed on the streets of Sepolia, the neighborhood he grew up in, the gym that he first you know, shot a basketball. So all of that was authentic to, to his actual experiences. And it's funny, like when I showed him um, the final cut of the film, he noticed that he was like, oh my gosh, like I, I've, you know, I haven't been in that apartment in so long. How did you, how did you know? Um, so anyways, we tried to keep it as authentic as possible. And you see Giannis gets emotional at different points through the film. That's Kristen Lapis. She's director of the documentary that takes you from childhood through the NBA championship with Giannis Antetokounmpo. The other thing that stood out to me was how the Bucks won the lottery in so many different ways, selecting this kid from Athens in the first round of the NBA draft. John Hammond was the general manager at the time, never even saw him play live in a game, just watched a practice. Somebody that's able to, to like identify that level of talent without, like you said, having a physical. The trainers and the physicians at the Bucks didn't get to, to actually evaluate him before the draft pick. It really is remarkable that, you know, they were able to take that shot in the dark and they really saw something in him. And then, of course, what he's evolved into. But, but yeah, I didn't understand the extent of just how little the Bucks really knew about him when they made that draft pick. So there's new stuff, there are new stories, new information, and just inspiring storytelling. So text Vince to 855-616-1620. That's Vince. That's my name. 855-616-1620. I'll have producer Greg Hill send you the link to our podcast page. You can listen to the full interview there. The film drops on Prime Video Monday if you have it, and there are some theaters locally showing it as well. Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, indeed. The difference between a coward and a hero It's how you deal with fear. And you decide to be a hero. Bucks go limping into the All-Star break. Brandon Snide has sports at 645. Another musician's biopic is generating some big bucks, and it all started on Wednesday. (laughs) Bob Marley setting box office records. The film Bob Marley One Love opened Wednesday to $14 million, which is the best opening ever for a midweek Valentine's Day. Previous best was 2012's The Vow with $11.5 million. It was destroying the latest superhero movie, Madam Web, the Sony-Marvel collaboration grossing $6 million, and a disappointing c cinema score from audiences. One Love has an A rating. Kind of buried Madam Web there a little bit, Jason, but uh, <laughs> all right. I'm curious, so how do you determine which, because the, all these musician biopics have been coming out these last few years, uh, these retellings of a musician story. I had, I remember the um, uh, Weird Al one just recently came out, uh, now there's this Dude, one. There's a Weird Al one? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm in on that. I think Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al Yankovic. Yep, how do right. I not yep. know this? Yep. Yep. I love Weird Al. Well, you're behind on everything. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll probably watch it in five years. So I, I, how do you determine, other than the story, like who gets the biopic? Because there have been so many great musician stories over the years. Like, how do you pick? Is it just a, who had the craziest upbringing, who had the biggest fall from grace, or do you just combine it all? Because I had a band of lacrosse. When are we getting our biopic? Pretty soon. I'll okay. watch that one in 20 years. 639 Wisconsin's Morning News. you know, the St. Kate Arts Hotel downtown, it's right across the street from the Marcus Performing Arts Center, 
same building as Associated Bank has its headquarters in Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee HQ, and then uh, the rep is on the other side. It's the red brick kind of skyscraper looking yep, thing. Yep, but the green point yeah. right at the top. Pretty cool building uh, downtown. Neither here nor there. The hotel in there is called St. Kate's Arts Hotel, mm-hmm. and as such, it's got... Well, a lot of art in it. Oh, I would hope so. There's a gallery. It changes with various exhibits. Some of the rooms are entirely done up by local artists, and others have local artist accents and works in them. So this hotel has an artist in residence. It's a person who has a studio space at the hotel, traditionally will work with the curator, and it's a stint that lasts a year. The guy with the job now is Anwar Floyd Pruitt, and he wasn't doing this all his life. He tells WTMJ's Libby Collins about a celebrity encounter he had while working in promotions during New York's Fashion Week. I was the Chivas Regal brand ambassador for New York City, and that was quite a job. I got to travel all over the city in different boroughs, spending thousands of dollars every night. You must have run into some interesting people. Oh, my goodness. I have so many stories. One time when I was working for a marketing company and the client was Miller Brewing, I was delivering cases of Peroni Italian beer during Fashion Week. I couldn't find parking anywhere. And so I said, well, I'll only be a couple minutes, right? I get out of my van. I load up the dolly. I wheel it into maybe it was like Dolce Gabbana or someplace that Peroni was supporting for Fashion Week. And when I came back, there was a man standing in front of my van and he looked a little perturbed. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm leaving. But it wasn't his car that I parked in. He was the driver. And then I look in the back seat and it is Adam Sandler. Wait, you took Adam Sandler's parking space. (laughs) I parked him in. And when I looked at him, my eyes got so big, like, you're Adam Sandler. And his eyes looked at me like, you're wasting my time. (laughs) Hey, can I get an autograph real real quick? I'll I'll move this in a second. <laughs> He's just getting started. Anwar Floyd Pruitt talks about the experiences which led him to become an artist in residence at the St. Kate Arts Hotel with Libby Collins. That's Sunday at 11 on WTMJ Conversations. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marky Bucks fell for the second consecutive time on Thursday night. This one on the road in Memphis to the Grizzlies by a final score of 113 to 110. Giannis leading the way for the Bucks with 35 points and added 12 assists. Milwaukee will be back in action next Friday following this weekend's All-Star Game. Caitlin Clark dropped a career-high 49 points on Thursday night in a win over Michigan and became the all-time NCAA women's scoring leader while doing so. Clark is now just 99 points shy of breaking the men's all-time scoring NCAA record as well. And lastly, over to baseball, where Major League Commissioner Rob Manfred told reporters on Thursday that this will be his final term in office and he will retire when his contract expires in January of 2029. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. After making headlines days before their season began, the once championship or bust mentality for this year's Milwaukee Bucks team has slowly began to fade away as the year has gone on. Last night, after dropping their fifth loss in their last seven games, my worry meter for this team has began to spike. For a solid chunk of this year, I sat behind this mic and preached to all of you, patience, patience, patience. Said it was only going to be a matter of time before this team clicks and we get ready to set our parade chairs out on Wisconsin Avenue. Apparently, you, me, 
me and the whole Bucks team is still waiting for that quote-unquote clicking moment. In one of the more unusual first halves of a season, the Bucks did their best to back into the All-Star break, and honestly, it could not have come at a much better time. But based on their play the last few weeks, I'm really not so sure this team is much different following a week off. At this point, they just are what they are, mediocre. They can beat anyone on any given night, and in the same breath, anyone can beat them in any given night. The defense has its good moments, then the offense can't buy a bucket. The offense then finds its tune while the defense can't collect a stop. Damian Lillard at times still looks like he's in Portland while playing in Milwaukee. The bench is atrocious. Nothing has ever seemed to go their way this season. And look, the bottom line here, the Bucs, as it stands right now at this very moment, are not a championship team. Can that change in the final stretch of the season? Sure. But until the team with not one, but two top 75 players of all time show it for more than just a week, this is their harsh reality. Six fifty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News, bringing our friend and teammate from ESPN Milwaukee, Gabe Neitzel, this morning. You were among those asking me about my audience with Lord Vader when I was at Disney last couple of weeks. Well, I mean, I, I saw this, you know, the social media post, you know. <laughs> You know, throw everything else. The reason why you were actually down in Florida aside, you were most excited for your Star Wars day. So I had, you know, I wanted to hear about everything that went into you checking out everything that they've got it uh, with Star Wars going on at Disney. The picture that I posted was my son and myself on bended knee in our audience <laughs> with Lord Vader. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take it away. I mean, like Disney does everything so well. And I, as I said in the post, I'm a grown man. I waited almost a half hour to meet Darth Vader. <laughs> it, it is, but it's crazy what Disney does with the characters. Like I got to imagine the person that was inside the Lord Vader costume went through immense training. Because I had a buddy who I went to high school with who ended up down at Central Florida and realized that you know college really wasn't for him, but always loved Disney. He ended up being goofy at really? Disney World. Hmm. Not just like, oh, he went and had a good time. No, he was literally the person inside the goofy costume and, you know, you know, texting with him while he's going through it and all these sorts of things. Like, there was literally a day, a day dedicated during his training to Goofy's autograph. Oh, that's an important thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you've taken little ones through Disney, you know they get these little the autograph books. And the first thing they do when they wait in line to meet Goofy or Mickey or any of them is they hand them their little autograph book and they have to sign the autograph. Yeah, and you've got to make sure that from cast member to cast member, because that's what they call them, cast yes. member to cast member, like they, you know, you have to have a very similar autograph. So there's a way that they train you to do that certain character's autograph because you can't have, the one thing you can't have is, you know, the little kid who now has the autograph book going back with their buddies who went to Disney World six months before they went, and it was somebody else inside that goofy costume. They're comparing notes. Wait a minute. Why does my goofy? Why does my goofy autograph look different than your? They literally think of everything when it comes to these characters. It's and unbelievable. Goofy has to sign that if you know Goofy with like the big <laughs> oh, giant hands. He's only got like <laughs> three fingers. Does he yeah. have like a giant oversized pen that he signs the autographs? I've yeah. never been no, to Disney World. They go through classes though. There's there's yeah. definitely training that they have to do. Yep. Mm.
Well, and it's super it's super authentic to to your point, Gabe, because when we met Lord Vader, so you stand in this line, and then when you're up next, the the handler comes out and says, <laughs> "Don't he'll come to get you." <laughs> Why does that? Oh like, yeah, he will. Right, like what? it's not. Don't just assume it's your turn. He'll come and invite you in. So I can't imagine what this guy has heard. Oh, right. From every clown in America, guys like me coming in there. So we decide our shtick is going to be my son and I. We're gonna we're gonna pledge our allegiance to Lord Vader. So we yeah. we t- we take the knee, and he says, "Your allegiance has been noted, and it will serve you well." Now rise. <laughs> I got I got what I wanted out of it. He tells you, me and my kid to rise. A hundred percent. And he knows that that's what you're looking yes. for. Or he knows that there's somebody that's going to be coming in there, you know, wanting to be a member of the Rebel Alliance and tell him off. And I'm sure Goof he's got him that Yeah, way. I'm sure he's got a response for that. I'm sure he's got everything ready to go. Because, again, they think of everything. And if you're waiting in line for a half hour, chances are... He has seen everything yes. at this point as well. So he's kind of ready to go. Like... So you you waited in line for a half hour to to see Lord Vader. Like, what are you planning out the entire time? What you're going to do? Was this a spur of the moment? Hey, this is what we're going to do. No, I I knew I knew we were going to take a knee yep. and see because I I did want him to tell me to rise. Which so I got that. But then as soon as we like, it all happened so fast. Yeah. So how long <laughs> how long are you in there I for? Mean, like because a minute and a half. Okay. Because the I mean ninety seconds still That's ain't fine. bad. They take a little. They take some pictures. He tells us some stuff about how he's going to train us and what we have to do. When we go out and then we're like okay thank you lord vader so we go out and then now i thought of a thousand other things i wanted to tell him like my son is a twin boy girl twin oh i said hey listen i'm bringing my son to you i know you like father son teams also he's a boy girl tw- i have twins too like you <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you would have liked oh that game don't you so think? much in common <laughs> Would have been, been fantastic. But I mean, <laughs> again, or he would have been a villain and just been like, eh, okay, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> wah, wah. Again, didn't, didn't work out great for me on that. Disney's expensive, but they, they pay attention to the little details to make it worth it, whether you're the six year old kid who wants the autograph from Mickey and Minnie or you're an adult man child who wants to meet Darth Vader. <laughs> I, want, I want your buddy's number. I want him on the show. I want Goofy on this show. <laughs> and I want him in character. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like you don't talk when you're goofy. Guess, you know, right. you're just inside. Great for radio events. You know, you're just doing the the miming thing of of you know just waving the arms around. Well, that day you'll have to watch on the live stream then and get the video. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. I Anytime. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Teddy Nichol.